Lower interest rates aren't just for consumers. They are helping the federal government. We'll tell you how we all are benefiting now and how it could help with coronavirus relief. It is Monday, September 14th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from Mom's Half-Finished Basement in Palm Springs, California, where we make episodes of the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway so you can make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, who says a big welcome to all Money with Friends listeners. You can optimize your financial life in Google Sheets with fast automatic transaction imports, easy templates, and a free 30-day trial. You can learn more at tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And I think managing your money, Bobby, very important, probably important for you, important for me, and important for the U.S. government, who I don't know if you know this, I might have to say spoiler, has a a lot of debt. A lot of debt. A lot of debt. And I bet they're not that organized. <laughs> they, they may not be. Let's talk about the U.S. debt on today's show and what that has to do with you and your family. Uh, let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off this episode. Hey, this is Chris from Popcorn Finance. The money talking party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right, this piece comes to us from Investment News, which is a uh, kind of an industry rag for financial advisors, uh, brokers, those types of people. Uh, and it is written by uh, Bloomberg News. America's $20 trillion debt pile is getting cheaper. U.S. government's paying less as it borrows more. One reason investors appear more comfortable than Congress about funding another leg of stimulus. Interest payments in the federal budget declined about 10% in the first 11 months of this fiscal year as America was running up its biggest deficit since World War II. Over the next few years, servicing the national debt will be cheaper than at any time in the past half century when measured against the size of the economy, according to the Congressional Budget Office. That's because yields in the $20 trillion U.S. Treasury market plunged to record lows early in the pandemic, and they've risen only slightly since then, even though the supply of debt has surged to a record. Borrowing probably won't always be this cheap, but for now, the U.S. government is far from running up against any financial limits as it seeks to shore up the economy after a wave of shutdowns and layoffs. Concerns that the country can't afford much more spending have been voiced by officials from both political parties in recent weeks as stimulus efforts ground to a halt. Quote from Ed Yardeni, founder of Yardeni Research. While there has been a lot of concern about the mounting debt, it hasn't caused the problems that were anticipated by the doomsters. It's not just a question of how much debt is outstanding, but what is the cost to service that debt? The CBO predicts a deficit of about $3.7 trillion this year, or 16% of GDP, more than triple the year earlier figures. Bonds issued to fund the shortfall have pushed the U.S. public debt past $20 trillion more than the economy's annual output. You know, this is such an interesting piece because we hear about the debts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And yet, when it comes to money coming in the front door versus going out to paying debt, it turns out things aren't all that bad, Bobby. 
Yeah. I mean, look, it's a tricky thing. And this goes to debt for consumers on any level. When rates are so low, money is cheaper and it gets easier for us to borrow debt. And the truth is, as long as the rate is fixed, that's okay to some degree. I mean, you know what the payments are. If you can afford it, that's okay. The problem is always, and this is relating to the consumer thing, when you don't really understand what's going on and you could have the rate could change and you could have a jump, then you get into trouble if it's an adjustable rate debt of some sort. I'm obviously alluding to consumers. Sure borrowing against their houses, that kind of thing, or borrowing to buy houses. So if the debt that the government has is locked in through treasuries at these rates, then that's good. And, you know, we criticize the national debt, but right now with the COVID situation, whatever your politics, whatever you think about how the government has handled it, millions of Americans need help. So I personally am very happy that it is going to be cheaper to borrow money because people need the help. Yeah, I don't think, you know, the way the system works now, people are going to get help one way or another, Bobby. They're either going to be helped through it right now or they'll be on unemployment payrolls for a long time, right? So who knows how this is all going to work out? I think there's there's a couple lessons for us here. And it's funny because I'm about to say that we can learn some lessons here from the federal government. And one is, one is which is scary, the fact that I'm saying that at all is scary. But on one hand, there's a positive about what they're doing, which is while interest rates are low, if you have debt, refinancing that debt, closing out the high, high, high interest rate positions and getting them to lower interest rate positions so you're paying less money to quote the man – right? And more money going to pay down that debt. This is one of those few times when we've got so much, so many lemons that making some lemonade is a, is a great idea. I mean, if you haven't refinanced your debt to be at lower interest rates and lower payments now, you really want to do that. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely, and it's easier than ever because there's a lot of standardization of the process. So I would definitely look into that on a personal level. The average yield, the article goes on to say, the average yield on the debt has dropped to 1.7 from 2.4% in December. And the fall is probably not ended. It could be even less. So the U.S. government and in turn, the American people, because we we need this money, um, are at least benefiting from that. Even though a lot of people, of course, get hurt by these rock bottom interest rates as well. People counting on, you know, hoping for increases in social security, things like that. Obviously that's a little bit tougher with this, but there are benefits and, and yeah. Yeah. Well, and that brings up the second thing. I think there's a negative example here, which is while the federal government does Bobby and, 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 and you put this, this, this very correctly that, that a lot of people need help. So the stimulus packages are out there and it looks like we have another round coming the, um, but this is where we break ties with the federal government. Don't use the fact that interest rates are low to allow you to go buy stuff on payments that you can't afford. I would see this all the time. People would refinance their debt. I remember one case when I was in my, end of my first year as a financial planner, there was another planner in my office who had some some clients. He helped them refinance their debt to get out of this horrible position. They ended up saving about $500 a month on their payments so that they could free up money to start putting money in an emergency fund, right? And once they got that emergency fund, then they'd be able to save and peck away at the debt more quickly because they made the interest payments uh, lower. Between meetings, these people went out and spent $500 a month on a boat. On a, Don't go buy a boat because of the fact that you save money on your interest payments. And, and, you know, that's where we, 
I, I can see why the government is is issuing new debt right now. I get it. Like you said, politically, whether you agree or not, irrelevant. But you can see the why in that. There is no why in going to buy a boat because now you're paying less money in interest. You 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 don't want to do that. No, but I do want to acknowledge that because we're all really restless because of quarantine, that you should not buy a boat, but you can go on a boat ride. Yeah. Just, just buy a ticket for a socially distant boat ride. If you just feel like you need to get out, you don't know. You don't have to buy the boat. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> well, listen, you don't have to clean it. You know, I mean, if it's somebody else's boat, it's so much better. Like they got to take it and put yes. it in the lake or wherever you're going. They're the ones that got to take it out. They got to do all the stuff. Like if I can show up and have a few foamy beverages and just enjoy my time on the boat. Fantastic. Great. Somebody else even drives. That's way better. Don't go Absolutely. by Absolutely. Yes. So much better. Our audience is really active, Joe, here. We're filming, we're recording this on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. Yeah, they are. They're having fun. Joe hanging out with us, uh, who <laughs> said earlier, he's getting a lot of screen time. I agree with that. Uh, two best days of boat ownership, the day that you buy one and the day that you, the day that you get rid of it. And uh, yeah, uh, Adrian puts this very bluntly. Don't throw away the money you just put in your hand. You see people do that all the time. Ooh, I've got money. I can now afford new payments. Don't get into that. We have this opportunity with low interest rates. Use that to finally get ahead and to look at the future. We talked about the future with the Kardashians the other day, right? Always looking at where things are going. If you can refinance your debt so you can get to that future flexible spot more quickly, man, that's so much, so much better. Right. I have too much money in the bank, said no one ever. Sarah, Sarah has a great one here. Sarah says boat equals bring on another thousand. I think that's, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, in, 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 in just a moment, Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways from today's piece about, uh, about debt and about the U S debt. But first I want to say a big thanks to everybody who's used our link over at Tiller money. If you had to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF, you'll see what I already know, which is is this is a fantastic way to manage your money and to make sure that your money meetings go the way that you want. What I mean by money meetings is that Cheryl, my spouse, and I have a weekly money meeting. We sit down and we talk about exactly where our money is. And because of Tiller making it so easy to see what exactly what we want to see and not just what some random app has, we're able to make that meeting happen more quickly. And it's, it's short. It's less than 20 minutes. We have a really fun meeting every week. Tiller Money is the first automated personal finance platform built on spreadsheets. And because it's on a spreadsheet and because there are already templates available, we don't have to recreate the wheel. I don't get a bunch of stuff I don't want. I get exactly what we want to see for that meeting. We get it over with. We go about our day. You can manage your money as flexibly and however you want at tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. You'll get a free 30-day trial when you use our link. So thanks everybody for, for that. Bobby, what is our, what's our takeaway here? Governments, they are just like us. Their economic well-being is only partially impacted by their deliberate decisions. In the end, for both good and bad, sometimes economic stuff like interest rates just happens. Although the Fed actually is making it happen, but go with it. And we and the government benefit or suffer. Yeah, I... You can only control so much. No, absolutely. And I love right here by best name of all time, Gravy Lover says, boat gas is so cheap right now, though. <laughs> 
because Boca, I, I should go buy a bow and fill it Is with it? as much gas as, as as possible. Probably, probably not. <laughs> but I do think I do think that 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 when it comes to this, I think there's some great lessons, which is that paying attention to the amount of debt you have, but also paying attention to the interest rate makes a lot of sense on that debt, Bobby. And while you'll see people say don't refinance your debt because that's just kicking the can down the road. To some degree, while I don't want to kick the can down the road, I do want to refinance. I want to, I want to attack the debt, but also want it at the lowest interest rate possible. So U.S. government playing that game right now and saving what, what, 10%, right? I mean, that's a big number. That's a lot less money going toward debt than they had in the past. Yep. Uh, Bobby, people want to help us. People want to help us make this show. How do they do it? Well, the big news is they can now see us on YouTube. That only happened recently. So it's really important. We need new subscribers. Come to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for Money with Friends. And if you go to the description, it may not be there while we're taping it live. But if you look afterwards, we're going to try to get there. We'll get it there live soon. Um, You'll see the links to our show. Um, to the article that we discussed. So then you can read along with us or you can read it afterwards. And that's really good. And then you can also um, participate in our Instagram polls at Money Friends Pod. And on Facebook, you can also watch our show and you can comment and ask questions of us and our guests in real time. You can, by the way, you can comment and ask questions of us and our guests in real time on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. At Money Friends Pod is the... uh, the URL on YouTube, the URL, the, the handle, sorry. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And by the way, when we have guest co-hosts, we're rounding up our last season with this, our last few weeks with this current cast. It, I don't know that it could get better than this current cast, but maybe, I mean, our current cast is so awesome, but like I am bursting. Like I can't even next cast. We just, I think we've now got our last person locked in today. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, I mean, there's some big, big names. It is. So if you follow us, you'll be able to ask them questions live. We have in two. Chat. So make sure you're following us. Yeah. We have two more big names coming up here on the final week. Uh, Harlan Landis joins you tomorrow and the next day. Harlan, of course, from the Plutus Awards and the Plutus Foundation. And then uh, I will have uh, uh, Tate Frazier from the Pushing Through podcast. And I love the fact that this season we got to talk a little sports. So if you're interested in sports, join Tate and I uh, for something a little different. And by the, then the next week, yes. it's alumni week and our big reveal week where we'll reveal those people that Bobby's talking about for season. It's crazy yes. that this season went so fast, Bobby. It's it nuts. is. Cr- it went so fast. I am going to give people a little hint. Next season, none of my co-hosts are sports experts. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know anything. All I know is that there is basketball right now. And, and, and while this season and football and football, yeah. Well, this season I had two people on, uh, Peter Dunn and, uh, Lindsay Goldberg who are, who both worked in comedy. I can also reveal, I have no, I think the first season, long time, I have no comedians joining me next time. So that's all we can tell Mm. you anyway. Mm. Yeah. We should actually have a contest where people guess who's on the next show. Maybe we can give out prizes if somebody gets it right. We've got guesses in the audience, including of course, referencing our Saturday show, the Kardashians. And uh, I'm just reading, I'm not hinting. Dave Ramsey is a hint. Someone is asking about, we are not answering anything. No, this is just in the chat. You'll have to, we will let you know this, this next week, we'll let you know what day the following week, if you follow us on any of our social media channels. All right. She's Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you back here next time at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. 
This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Money Friends Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.